what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop Thursday NBA slate. I am your host, Sean Little, with J Money is Money, aka Mr. Smack City, and of course, Albert Wynn, AC Analytics Capper. Only a couple games here on this Thursday slate. So we're going to get in, get out. We found a couple spots that we like for you. Before we jump into it, J Money, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. Slow start to the season, starting to get hot. Got to trust the process. AC, on the move, still in New York, but takes off tomorrow. AC, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. Excited to get into some of these games. I'm lucky. I'm happy it's a light slate tomorrow, so I won't miss too many of them. Yeah, no question. You know the deal. We give the picks, we give a quick cap, and we get you guys out of here. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app. Everything you need to know is on there when it comes to the betting side of the game, NFL, NBA, NHL, soccer, whatever you need. The Action Network app has it. Go download that, get an account, and start making yourself some money. All right, Jay, money is money. I'm coming right back to you. Give me your play for the Thursday NBA slate. Give me the Warriors in the first quarter on the money line. AC. It's a little bit correlated, but I think CP3, the point god, is going to have a good game. I like Chris Paul over one and a half steals and blocks. I'm going to go to the Brooklyn Nets first half, try to get a plus two here. It's not officially posted. It should be around one and a half plus two. Give me the Brooklyn Nets in the first half. All right, J Money is money. Talk to me about the Warriors. Right before we hopped on, you said Sean and AC. Everybody and their mama is going to be on the Thunder. Talk to me about the Warriors first quarter here. Yeah, so first off, I mean, you couldn't have said it better. Everybody's going to be on the Thunder here to think that things are going to be easy. But whether the Warriors win this game or not, which, like, I'll go on record saying that I do think that they win and cover the plus two and a half here. This game kind of correlates to the Thunder going to Sacramento there. They were laying one and a half, two and a half on the road. The whole world was on them there. No De'Aaron Fox and ended up losing the game outright. They were down 14 to start the first quarter. You look at this spot for the Warriors here. I know no Draymond, no Steph. Guys, I know who's playing and who's not playing in the games, but I don't care. It's all about the spot. I see a top-tier effort coming from the Warriors to start in this game. This is a first-quarter bounce-back J-spot. This fits my system that's done very well so far this season. Um, they're 3-0 straight up in their last three first quarters at the house. They did lose those games, but they did start out well in the first quarter here as well. Fourth straight home game. You're off three straight home losses as well, so this is a get-right spot. It's a circle-the-wagon spot for the Warriors here. I think they'll be very focused to start this game, really from start to finish, to be perfectly honest with you. Thunder coming in off of a big tournament win as well. This is just a spot that I'm going to go against the whole world. I'll take the Warriors in the first quarter, whether you want to take them on the spread, like at plus a half or on the money line. But I think they come out here with some fire and a juice to start this game. I'll take the Warriors to have the lead at the end of the first quarter here. AC, how do you feel about that spot? Warriors coming in. No Draymond. He gets the five-game suspension. 
Yeah, you guys know, I mean, I look at the game very similarly to Jay. It's a big spot here for the Warriors. They've lost four straight. Now they don't have Draymond Green. Obviously, Steph Curry is out, but a lot of guys are going to step up. At the end of the day, it's a great system. I know Steph Curry is a great player. We know Draymond Green can really distribute the ball. He's not as good defensively, not as versatile, but the system is still the system. And you saw even after all their guys got kicked out in that game against the T-Wolves, they hung with the T-Wolves. And honestly, they had a shot there to win at the end. Anthony Edwards was just too clutch. But I agree with Jay. Like, if you were to bet this game, there's no way you're going to bet the other side. Why are you going to be on the the side where 98% of the bets are going to be on, right? And it's only a, a short favorite like that, too. It's it's very, very – it's definitely a sign to me that it's a Warriors play. I'd probably lean the Warriors as well. And if I lean the Warriors, I'm also going to lean the money line. So I agree with Jay there. Yeah, it's not just four straight losses. It's five of six losses for the Golden State Warriors. But look at who they're taking L's to. They took an L to the Cavs in Cleveland. Then they beat the Pistons. Then they lost to the Nuggets in Denver by three points. They lost at home to the Cavs. Then back-to-back games to one of the best teams in the West in the Timberwolves. Now they're still at home, coming off a bunch of turmoil with Draymond and that whole situation going down. They have to be ready for this game at home. In the first quarter, I agree with you, Jay and AC. This is a spot for the Golden State Warriors to show up. All right, analytics capper, talk to me. You went the stocks route, deep in the vault, steals plus blocks. Talk to me about Chris Paul. Yeah, I I know Chris Paul is going to get a lot of minutes. When he plays more than 28 minutes this season, he's hit this steals plus blocks over one and a half, four out of five times. So we know if he gets the amount of minutes and amount of usage, his quick hands, his smarts when it comes to basketball, he can still get one or two steals on you. The great thing is like he likes to get some of those blocks by the strips, right? So down low, the strips, comes. sometimes they consider it as blocks, sometimes they consider it as steals. Either way, it's going to be part of the stock. And Chris Paul, you might want to even look at the rest of his offensive numbers, right? Because we know he's going to take more of a load there. Look at points, rebounds, assists, threes, things like that. But I think the safer play is defense because I know he's going to be able to not only get in the passing lane, but a team like OKC that's so perimeter heavy, he's going to have ample opportunities to get one or two steals. Jay, how do you feel? I know know you're not a big props guy, Jay. How do you feel about that spot, though, for Chris Paul? It makes perfect sense to me. I mean, he's going to have to be the guy. He has looked old. I didn't like what I – because they really should have won that game in the last game versus versus the Wolves. But, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. He's going to be the starting point guard here. He's going to get a ton of minutes. And I hope that he comes out here and plays some good defense as well. So I'm rooting for you, AC. makes perfect sense. It's cashing. <laughs> That's the energy we got to have. This shit's cashing. Yeah, this month in November, Chris Paul, two steals, two steals, none, one steal, three steals – then backed it up with another three-steal game in the last out against Minnesota on that back end to close it out. So there is an opportunity for him to put it together. And, AC, I'll tell you this. If he gets two blocks and no steals and we cash it that way, big-time <laughs> dinner on me, wherever you want to go. If Chris Paul gets two blocks, we're going to go have a dinner, go grab a couple of bottles of red and really post stuff and kick it. So that's a little extra added benefit. Hopefully Chris Paul uh, comes through and gets it done in this spot. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. 
For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, I'm going to go with the Brooklyn Nets here. This is a spot that me and Jay leaned into a bunch, and AC knows the spot as well when he joined us last year. Brooklyn Nets first half plus two. That's what I'm looking to get that number at. Right now it's not officially posted. I see one and a half. The full game is two. If you can get a two, that would be great. That's what I'm going to look for. As soon as that goes up, it should be right around there. But officially we'll make it the Brooklyn Nets plus two on the first half. Now listen. Miami, we just talked about it, has won six in a row. Four of those have been on the road. Jay, what do we talk about when you get off a long road trip? You can't wait to get back to the crib. You got to call girlfriend number one up. You got to take care of business. You got to call girlfriend number two up. You got to make sure everything is good over there. You got to go pick up your dog from your friend's house. You got to go kick it with the homies. You got to go pick up dry cleaning. There is a lot of things to do when you touch back down in town after a long road trip. And in all seriousness, we've seen this in a lot of spots in the NBA. Teams come out sluggish. They're back home. They get settled. First time they get back into the arena, that first 24 minutes can be very sluggish. And also, to break down some of the numbers, this is not a bad spot for the Brooklyn Nets. Of the buckets that they get, the Brooklyn Nets are second in the league in percentage of points via the three-point line. Number two behind the number one Dallas Mavericks at 40.6%. 40.6% of their points are coming via the three-point line. And guess who's towards the bottom of the league in defending the three? Miami. The Miami Heat at 38.6. That's 27th in the NBA. So when we talk about a team that likes to shoot the three, gets a lot of their offense via the three, and Miami's a squad that doesn't necessarily defend the perimeter that well, combined with the spot of those guys feeling very good, coming home, you go out on a road trip. I'm sure Spoh's like, let's try to split here. Let's try to get three or four. He's not telling them that. But if you go out on the road and sweep and get all four after a slow start, I can promise you that they're at home feeling a lot better and a little more relaxed than they probably should be. And we know how scrappy and deep the Brooklyn Nets can get when it comes to rotations with Jock Vaughn. They also protect the three-point line very well. They're up towards the top of the league in that. If we can get some shooting regression from Duncan Robinson, who has been absolutely melting the net, this should be a really good spot, especially in the first half, for the Brooklyn Nets to cash. AC, how you feel about that spot? I like it, man. It's all good vibes here. We're trying to go for 3-0. and I know we just went 2-1 and on Wednesday. My bad guys on the Bulls. If you guys saw that game, why is Alex Caruso guarding one-on-one Paolo in the paint to end the game? Like, I don't get that. And then, obviously, if you go check out Sean, Chicago Flow's Twitter, he called out Patty Williams for zero awareness there. Didn't even get the shot off. But I feel like if they got in overtime there, guys, I think they were going to cover. But it is what it is. We got two and one. Great job, guys. Let's go ahead and get three and zero on Thursday. Jay, that's the spot we talked about a ton last year of just getting back off a road trip, kicking it, feeling good. You're back with your family. You're back with your friends. 
and oh shit, I got to go back to what's the arena over there now? They done flipped it three times left. The Kessina? Kessina? The Miami Heat Arena. I don't even want to talk about that FTX stuff, but I can't yes. talk you off here. And you know what's crazy is, so first off, the Nets have somewhat owned the Heat of late. They've won five straight versus them and four and one against the spread as well. But this team's to play earlier this year as well. And you know what I think? I think it's going to flip this time around, Sean, because I actually lean to Miami Heat here full game, but I actually think they start the game out slow. So just look at this. The first time they played, the Heat were coming off a three-game road trip, and they won the first half. They were up by, I believe, 11 points at the end of the first half. End up pissing the game away and end up losing outright as seven-point favorites. This time around, they're coming off a four-game road trip, but instead of them losing every single game, they won every single game. So this is the perfect mm-hmm. spot, Sean, for the Nets to come out here and punch them in the mouth early. But I must say, I think it flips this time where the Nets have the lead in the first half, but the Heat come back and win the game. This line opened up at minus two. It's up to four. So if you wait, you probably get that plus two or even plus two and a half, guys, if you do like the Nets in the first half. So I actually think the roles reversed this time around where the Heat come out sluggish to start the game and come back and win the game. I mean, I think that's a, I think it's a good look by you, Sean. Brooklyn Nets on the road in the first half, three and two against the spread. So that's a good look there as well. I like this spot for the Brooklyn Nets, who are a scrappy group that like to play defense on the perimeter. And if, like I said, if we get a little shooting regression from Duncan, Jaime can slow down a little bit. He had a good game the other night as well. We should yeah. be able to cash here. Any final thoughts, AC, before we get out of here? No, I, I like that look a lot. The Nets are scrappy, man. I mean, we know how good they are, especially on the perimeter. And if Nick Claxton can hold it down and, and rebound the ball, defensive rebound the ball, I think that's a really good team, to be honest, in terms of like the mid-tier in the East. So I like that. And then with Jay's read, like I agree, it's a warrior spot, first quarter, potentially first half and full game, but you definitely want to be on that side and not the side where everybody else is on. So I like that look a lot too. Go follow my guys at jmoneyismoney on Twitter, X, whatever you call it. AC Analytics Capper. I am Chicago Flow. If you know the name of the Heat Arena, (laughs) send me a text, send me the pronunciation, send me a little voice. Yeah, Kaseya, there you go. That's what it is. That's what it is. Thank you, AC. I appreciate that. For J Money is Money for a Albert Wynn Analytics Capper. I am your host, Sean Little. Until next time, let's get buckets, baby. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.